Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends. Welcome back to Hachzik. Here we're dealing with the Mesilas Yisharim. We are up to the number one forty in our limit as we continue through chapter twenty-six, the final chapter in Mesilas Yisharim. Learning about the Midah of Kedusha, this high level of holiness we discussed in a previous lesson. There's a two-step process to achieve this Midah, this high Midah that is beyond what most people will achieve, can achieve. We have to, I mean, halavai, we should, we, should, we should certainly work towards it, and every one of us should reach it. Um, but it, it seems that this is already a very, very, very high we're talking about. Beyond the, to- the top of the ladder, this third to the top rung, right? Only, only through all the other rungs being achieved can someone reach this level of Kedusha. It's constant cleaving to Hashem. And it can only be achieved through some effort on our part, whatever we can do, and, and then the rest is a matana from Hashem, as the Ramchal laid out in our previous lesson. Back to today, we're going to get a deeper understanding of what a kadosh looks like, this person that's called a kadosh, better understanding of, of what that person looks like, what their qualities are, etc. This person that, that is Mekadosh himself becomes sanctified with the Kedusha of his creator. Not only when, he, when he's Osik in mitzvahs, right? Spiritual things that are certainly um, holy in nature, but even the physical activities he does are, are transformed, are turned into actual Inyani Kedusha, matters of holiness. One demonstration of this as an example to help us wrap our head around it is, is in the Beis Amidosh, in the Mishkan, when the Kohanim would eat the, the meat, the food from the Karbanosh. He atzma mitzvah saseh. This is a mitzvah saseh from the Torah for the Kohanim to eat it. By the Kohanim eating these Karbanos, those who brought their Karbanos achieved their kapar, their atonement they were looking to achieve through this Karban for their, for their chatayim. So we see a physical action has a spiritual nature and result. So that's a great, clear example that demonstrates such an idea that a physical action can be suffused and totally, um, totally pure and, and holy in nature. So now the Ramchal is going to answer a question that some of you may have. Well, we discussed the idea of Tara before, which, which seems, seems similar, because by Tara we discussed back in, in um, I forget which chapter it was, we discussed, um, I think chapter 16, we discussed the idea that by Tara it means that we remove ourselves from the equation fully and everything we do is for Hashem only, right? Which seems like that means even the physical things we do is for Hashem, right? When I, when I eat, sleep, drink, it's only for Hashem. That's Tara, right? So that sounds... Very similar to what we're saying here, but the Ramchal is going to show that it's, there's a difference here. There, it's for Hashem, as we'll see, but a Kadosh means that it's actually holy, right? But that doesn't mean that our sleeping, eating, drinking becomes really suffused with Kadusha itself. That just means that it's not, you know, a just a physical, empty, neutral um, thing, thing for ourselves. It becomes more neutral for Hashem, but we'll see that Kadusha takes on a whole nother, um, whole nother level. Let's see the difference between someone that's a Tahar and someone that's a Kadosh. Specifically, when it comes to this idea of their relationship with physical activity, with a tar person, any physical involvement that they have is just because it's a necessity; he has to do it. It's unavoidable. And so, too, whenever he's involved in these physical matters, he's thinking to himself, "Oh, I only need, I only need to do this because I have to, because I need to. That's the only reason why I'm not I'm not getting any personal gain or pleasure from it." So as a result of that avoda, which is a pretty, you know, high level to, to reach, such a such a pure mindedness in his in his actions day to day in all physical actions. So therefore, it's no longer in the negative category of just like base physical lowly things, and it's considered tar. It's considered a pure action because it's for Hashem. It's for the sake of His avoda Hashem. Ach, the chal kedusha levo, but. Having reached that level of tahara, that doesn't mean that you reach the level of kedusha. 
because it, uh, the Torah person, if he was able to do without these inyanim, without these physical needs, if I didn't have to sleep, eat, drink, all these things, so then, it would be better. He would say, yeah, I'd rather not to do this and just be Yosek in Torah to feel the mitzvahs. Tveikas. Ach, HaKadosh, HaDavik but the Kadosh we've been describing here, someone that's constantly connected, cleaving to Hashem at all times and all ways, and his soul travels constantly through the muskalos hamitios. Translate here concepts of true knowledge. Again, these true, the, the absolute truths of the world, the truths of Hashem is always everywhere. Hashem is Hashem is Mashkiach and everything. Everything we only exist for Hashem. The Ava so for the love of Hashem and fear of Hashem. And again, I just listed a few things, but beyond that, we're talking about deep, deep contemplation, like we were saying about Torah Chaim. Deep, deep, muskalos these truths, true knowledge. Again, we're not just talking about a textbook that you learn, we're talking about real deep things, really delving into these things. When someone is, is, is contemplating these things and studying and traveling constantly through these inyanim, they, they live day to day with just Avat Hashem, Yer Hashem, constantly, so this person indeed is considered as if he were walking before Hashem, in the land of the living, i.e. Olam Abba. This is the idea, you can live in Olam Abba, even here in this world. It's a, it's, a, it's a wonderful existence. This person that reaches his level of Kedusha is, is now considered so holy, similar to a Mishkan, and Mizbeach, as we'll explain later. And you can already see where he's going with that. These are all Kalim, essentially, where Hashem's presence rests, and, and only Kedusha and Kedusha Hashem comes from these places. Like Chazal tell us in the Medrash. In Barishas Rabbah, After the Misa with, with Shechem and Dina, Hashem tells Yaakov Avinu to go to, to base Kel. There he basically repeats similar to the verse of the Basarim, tell him about, about the, the future of Kal Yisrael, they're going to be a great nation. And that, there's also where Hashem formally renames Yaakov to Yisrael. He had already been renamed by the Sar Shalisov when he got into that fight. But here is a time where Hashem says, okay, no longer are you going to call Yaakov, you're going to call Yisrael from now on. So at that, at that time, Hashem came and, and presented himself, joined Yaakov and, and, and had an interaction with him. Then afterwards, when he was leaving, it says, Hashem rose up from him. Which means, Ha'avos, Hain Hain Hamarkava. Which is a, a very uh, is a famous famous idea. Some of you may have heard it before that the, that the Avos, the Avram Yitzchak Yaakov, they themselves are the Merkava, the chariot for the Shechina. What do you mean by, by by chariot? So what's a chariot, right? A chariot of a king. A king has a throne. A throne is a very chash of a thing. You think about a throne, and yeah, it's very ornate. And if you go into the inner chambers of the king, you see him or his throne. It brings about a lot of awe and and respect, and you recognize the greatness of the king. But the 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 Merkava, the chariot, is something that is is mobile. It's constantly going around. You go ever and it's and it houses the king, and it also is very ornate. And any path that it goes through, any town that it passes through, people see it and they recognize, oh, the greatness of the king. That's the Merkava. That's what it means. The Abbas Merkava. Similarly, Rashi Embracia says, the righteous ones, not just the Abbas, but anyone today that's a righteous person is considered a chariot for the Shekhinah. Because the Shekhinah rests upon these people. The same way that the Shekhinah rests in the Mikdash. And therefore, Anything they eat, just like what we said about Ochel Kachem in the base of Mikdash, is like a carbon brought up on the fires of the Mizbeach.
Mamash and Merkava. They're a Kli, they're just a Kli for Hashem. The food that they eat is, is just like the Kachim on the Mizbeach that the Kohanim are eating. eating. So again, going back to what, we were, the, what we've been discussing here, the difference between the Torah and the Kaddish. But the Torah, again, we said, if he was able to do out without all this physical, physicality, he would jump at the opportunity and just be in, in just spiritual matters, but not the Kaddish. So, the, the physical actions of this Kaddish are therefore very variable, very valuable. They're Merkava, they're like, they're like, it's like carbonus when they eat. Because when it comes to the actual carbonus in the base in the base of it was certainly considered a very big elevation for these things that were brought up on the mizbeach. Came to the the shechina. They were brought up, sacrifice offered in front of the shechina. And actually, it was it was it was actually a, a, a yisro. They, they they gained they 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 so much benefited these things that were brought up so much benefited. That until the point that all of their same species throughout the world was blessed. Because of that, for example, the the lechem, the the you know shnei lechem or the lechem upon him, whatever it is, the 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 breads that were brought on the base of the or the bikurim or karbonos, any 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 fruit that was brought as as part of the bikurim, let's say, all the other fruits in the world were blessed on some level through the fact that that fruit was brought to the base of mikdash and was made into kachim and, and used as part of the service for Hashem, offered to Hashem. Like the says in Tanchuma, So too, regarding the food and the drink that a holy person eats, consumes, It's an elevation. He's lifting up this food and drink that he's consuming. And it's as if it was brought up on the Mizbeach, Mamish. Literally. This is certainly, um, this is, uh, this is certainly, um, um, sounds very similar to what we discussed previously about the idea of Shirayim also. This could be another Pshat in Shirayim, the idea of a Kaddosh. If someone's a Kaddosh and they take food and they eat it, they make a bracha on it, and now this food is now theirs. They've elevated this food and they're eating it. Whatever's left over from that food is the same thing with the carbon, left over carbonos. No sorry had to be burned the next day. These, these, they, they retain their Kaddusha. So another thing, you can be consuming holy things on Kilo Avdol, but he's saying it's, it's Mamish, a Kaddosh. If you can get food that a Kaddosh made a bracha on and, and was, was eating and it's leftovers. It's like a leftover from a carbon. It's mamash, a very, very holy thing. And we'll end today's lesson with just a, a, a beautiful, a beautiful story, just a, a little Indian related to Rabbi Eliezer Moshe Harwitz is brought here on the bottom of Art School. It was the Rav of Pinsk. Rucham Kanievsky actually brought this Misa in Orchas Yosher in chapter seven. He said that the Chazan Ish related that during Rav Harowitz, this uh, the, the Rav of Pinsk, during his lifetime, there were non-Jewish farmers in Pinsk that would ask, that would beg him, please just walk through our fields during the time of sowing when, when it came to gathering in the crop, because they knew that any field that he walked through would be blessed with a lot of crop. Again, because a Kadosh is someone that brings Kedusha to everything they touch, because they are they are just a Merkava, they're just a chariot, they're just a Khalif Hashem. So that should be Zuchah to see these people, at the very least, um, and, and fully understand what it means to be a Kaddosh so we can work towards it to whatever extent we can. And, and to recognize that everyone on their own level, we, we, can, we, can, we can elevate everything that we, we touch and use on, on whatever level that we can, right? Is it a level of, of a Kaddosh, of, of the Rav of Pinsk, necessarily? Maybe not today. But this, this, Yisub, this model can be applied to really any area of our life, of physicality, sleeping, drinking, eating. Even, even when we reach the level of Tyre, we can try at least to to have in mind to, to even tire ourselves and be kind of yourself so much so that we, we try to make ourselves as if we're, we're, we're Mizbeach. Again, that's that's through through the constant contemplation like we've been discussing. Again, these are very high madrigas, but whatever level we can, 
reach to to make the food that we eat, like our bonus itself, we should we should certainly um, pursue that. Alavai, we should be zuchel l'chaim. Be a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit hachzeik.com or call five one six six zero zero eight zero eight zero.